If you're just tuning in, this is Roger Stone, and this is The Roger Stone Show here on WABC Radio. WABC Radio, making AM radio great again. So if you're listening to us, that means you can go to your cell phone right now, and if you're in the greater New York, New Jersey, Connecticut area, tell your friends or members of your family to tune in at 770 AM on their AM radio dial, And if your friends are out of town, tell them to go to WABCRadio.com. They can listen to this entire interview, or they could even listen to the show after the fact. Uh, My next guest, uh, Alina Haba, is an American attorney specializing in civil cases. Uh, She represents President Donald Trump. Uh, She is, without any question, one of the most impressive, articulate, Uh, and I think affected advocates I have ever seen in 40 years in the public arena. Uh, I particularly caught her interview, or I should say her comments, outside the courthouse in Miami on June 13th, the day President Trump was arraigned in the completely fabricated charges by special counsel Jack Smith. Here's what Alina Haba had to say that day. The people in charge of this country do not love America. They hate Donald Trump. What we are witnessing today is the blatant and unapologetic weaponization of the criminal justice system. The Biden appointed special counsel has sought fit to bring 37 federal charges against President Trump, the leading front runner less than a year and a half before an election. Countless other individuals, Hillary Clinton, Joe Biden himself, retained possession of classified documents yet have not been prosecuted. And none of them came into possession of those documents while they were president. None of them were president who as the head and sole member of the executive branch has the power to summarily declassify documents. The decision to pursue charges against President Trump while turning a blind eye to others is emblematic of the corruption that we have here. We are at a turning point in our nation's history. The targeting prosecution of a leading political opponent is the type of thing you see in dictatorships like Cuba and Venezuela. It is commonplace there for rival candidates to be prosecuted, persecuted, and put into jail. What is being done to the President Trump should terrify all citizens of this country. Alina Haba, welcome to The Roger Stone Show. Thank you. So happy to be on. Thank you for having me. Delighted that you could make it. Now, I know that you spoke to your client, uh, President Donald Trump, late last week, and I understand it would be inappropriate for you to tell us about the substance of those conversations. But let me ask you this. How is the president's mood? How is his demeanor? He was great. I was with him, actually, this morning. Um, he's, he's doing fantastic uh, out there living his life focusing on 2024, keeping his eye on the ball as usual, um, and resilient. 
you know, I always use that word with him. He's just resilient. He's a force of nature, as you know, Roger. Uh, I had him on this show, uh, I guess now three weeks ago. Uh, I was hoping for 15 minutes. I was praying for maybe 20. He surprised me. He <laughs> stayed for essentially for the entire hour. Uh, and I still can't get over how calm, cool, collected, determined, uh, resilient he was. I mean, this happened between the time that he was charged and the time he was arraigned. Uh, he was relaxed. He was talkative. Uh, he's very, very determined. Uh, and he feels confident that the American people see through this ocean of lawfare that has been waged against him. Uh, we just played your comments uh, on June 13th, so we know exactly what you think of the initial charges filed against him in Miami. Uh, it's kind of interesting that, that uh, critics such as Andrew Weissman, the former federal prosecutor and the de facto head of the Mueller witch hunt and others have been predicting for weeks that in a belt and suspenders approach uh, to their attacks on Donald Trump, that they intend to file uh, additional charges against him in other jurisdictions, largely, I think, because they're concerned that in Florida, he may actually get a fair trial in front of an open-minded judge. And then today, we get hit by the news uh, that is clearly leaked that they're anticipating 45 additional counts most likely to be filed uh, in New Jersey because of alleged infractions that took place in Bedminster. Your reaction to this news? Uh, more of the same. Um, I think you could hear my outrage in that clip that you played from uh, Miami outside the courthouse. I, uh, I'm not President Trump's advocate. I'm, I'm an advocate for America. So when I hear things like this, when I see the rapid um, progression, the crooked corruption out of Washington, it's so sad to me. Um, truly. I mean, the anger comes from a deep sadness that our country has effectively fallen into the same pattern of third world banana republics. And it's sickening. You know, Roger, have you ever seen anybody who's out of office and all of a sudden he says he's running for election and all of a sudden there are how many indictments, investigations? I mean, he always jokes and says, I fly over a state and I'll get an indictment or I'll get a, an investigation. It's, it's not right. And you and I know him. We know what a good person he is. We know how much he loves the country. But it is really frightening for the American people. And the fact that they're not stopping and they're so desperate, and that's really what it is, desperation, that they cannot and will not be able to beat him unless they play dirty, is pathetic. It's pathetic, it's frightening, and it's what makes me wake up every day. So I, I just keep going. I, you know, I, just like you, you know, we get out there and we fight, and that's what he does. Yeah, I, I'm, in, I'm in agreement. Uh, he poses an existential threat to the two-party duopoly that is bringing the country to its knees. They recognize that they can't beat him in a free, fair, honest, transparent election. That's not what we had in this country in the last election in my opinion. Uh, and the fact that as they attack him, uh, 
it's entirely counterintuitive. In other words, the more they attack him, the more they seek to smear him, the more they seek to dirty him up, the stronger he gets with the American people. The larger right. his lead over Joe Biden grows in credible polls, the larger his lead now, you know, hefty double digits, or as the president said, I'm leading by a lot, as he would say, uh, mm -hmm. over Governor Ron DeSantis. Uh, it is having the exact opposite effect of what they of what they desire. They just don't understand. Donald Trump is a man who thrives on controversy, who excels in crisis, who is best at his best when he's under pressure. That's the Trump I've known for 44 okay. years. Uh, and they have, they've really awakened a giant here. In other words, he completely understands that all of this lawfare is politically motivated and it's not going to slow him down. If anything, in a strange way, it energizes him. It does. It, and his base, Roger, and his base, because, and never mind the base. You know what it's done? People that have come up to me and said, I was not a fan of Donald Trump before. He is too brash. He is whatever it is, right? I didn't like the mean tweets, whatever. But then Biden came, and I saw how destructive the radical left can be. And I can't stand for it. And I think the only one that can fix it is Trump. So now I'm Trump. And the reason they're pro-Trump is because he's not bought by anything. He's not bought by anyone. He has no incentive to be doing this. It's actually, in my opinion, I think generally everybody can say ruined his life to some extent, his personal life. I mean, the man is under a tremendous amount of pressure and he thrives and his base and now the undecided are thriving and are moving towards President Trump for 2024. And I'm not really clear on why they keep pounding him, because it's clearly, like you said, it's clearly not working. So I don't know what news they're watching. Maybe they need to turn off MSDNC or whatever it is. But they're, they're not getting the right information because it's actually charging people up. So, uh, you know, God only knows what's coming down the pipe. You know, it, I, I would love to say that we'll be surprised, but we won't. Um, but I can tell you that it's frightening American people and it's actually doing the opposite, like you said, of their intent. It's doing the opposite. Uh, in 2022, uh, Alina Haba brought a lawsuit in the Southern District of Florida uh, against mm -hmm. uh, Hillary Clinton, John Podesta, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, uh, Congresswoman Debbie Wasserman Schultz, every man's first wife. Uh, and <laughs> if you go read the pleadings in this suit, everything you think you learned in the Durham report is essentially contained in this lawsuit, which Alina filed on behalf of the president. Uh, it, it's a landmark suit, not because it was ultimately heard. Sadly, the suit was dismissed by a Clinton-appointed judge, uh, I think uh, incorrectly. But it's important because it laid out there in the public record pre-Durham that the Russian collusion hoax was the largest single dirty trick in the history of American politics. It was an abuse of power in which the full authority of the United States government and the extraordinary capabilities of our intelligence agencies 
were weaponized without due process and without any evidence to justify uh, an effort that was both illegal and illicit to stage a coup uh, and remove a sitting, duly elected American president. What amazes me the most about this, and, and Lee, I'm going to ask you about this, is timing. It was only weeks ago that the special counsel, Jack Smith, charged President Donald Trump, and then they wanted to move, initially at least, to a trial just weeks from now in August. Why does it take John Durham five years plus to get to the bottom of the baseless Russian collusion hoax in which the government opened the counterintelligence operation Crossfire Hurricane, the government appointed a special counsel, Robert Mueller, the government falsified their claims to the FISA court in order to spy on Donald Trump and his campaign, all without probable cause, all without any evidence of Russian collusion. But, but Mr. Durham took five years to reach that conclusion, yet Jack Smith is ready to take Donald Trump to trial just uh, essentially less than two months after he was charged. How is this possible? Right. Um, it's the same thing we've been talking about. It, it's just clear. And I'm so happy you brought up my suit because people actually forgot I did that. And it was, you know, something that people thought would tarnish my reputation. And now I feel almost vindicated. You know, when Durham came out and said basically, not basically, everything I had in that suit was valid. Everything. And I didn't even meet that judge. Not one time. Not one time. It was dismissed. I was sanctioned, um, ridiculed. There was a scathing opinion about how I have no right to speak at rallies and shouldn't speak on press. I'm, I'm effectively too good of an advocate. And he didn't like it. And it was a very damning experience. However, I have to say it's, it's now one of my most pri- proud things I've done because it's exactly what you're saying. It's when you fight people that are politically connected, you're not supposed to have that kind of corruption, that kind of thing seep into the system. And it's what's seeping in. And the fact that Donald Trump cannot get a fair day in court for something that we now know actually happened, Russiagate. We know this. We've known this. But it doesn't matter what happens. Hunter Biden will only get probation and uh, and two misdemeanor charges. But Donald Trump will get indicted in a public trial as fast as humanly possible to affect the election. And he always says it. And I, I do believe what he's saying is accurate. I was not part of politics in 2020. I was not any different than any other person listening to the station. But they it is meddling. It is it is absolutely lawfare and using the court system to try and influence American people's judgment with headlines that are inaccurate. You know, they're just inaccurate. It's it's false reporting. It starts with journalism. It comes out of a ton of different places. And we really need a serious cleanup. It's, it's very scary. Uh, Another very important victory by Alina Haba on behalf of President Donald Trump when Trump's former attorney, Michael Cohn, filed a civil lawsuit uh, against the former president. Uh, Alina Haba handled that defense on behalf of the president, and that case was summarily dismissed on November 14th of 2022 uh, in its entirety. Another important legal victory. So Alina Haba is a warrior. She is a fighter. 
she, like me, we're, we're loyalists to Donald Trump. We admit it. We make no bones <laughs> about it. Uh, what did you, it is amazing to me that in the same week in which J- Congressman Jason Smith uh, outlines an entire uh, regimen of cover-up uh, and potentially the perjury of the U.S. Attorney General, who claims that he had not interfered in any way in the investigation into Hunter Biden, yet Congressman Smith produced actual documentation of the fact that the U.S. Attorney uh, in Delaware was hamstrung in terms of bringing charges in D.C., hamstrung in terms of bringing charges in California, uh, refused special counsel status, uh, that IRS, the IRS was stymied in their investigations into Hunter Biden. So in order to distract from that, somebody, can't imagine who this was, somebody leaks to CNN an audio tape in which the president is talking about his decision to stop the country from moving towards World War III. In other words, the president is discussing a document, allegedly, a document, by the way, that special counsel Jack Smith cannot produce, so clearly not among those documents seized at Mar-a-Lago, in which the president rejected a plan to go to war in, in, in Iran proposed by the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, General Mark Milley. Uh, so in other words, let me get this straight. Donald Trump kept us out of another endless foreign war, and for that, he must be prosecuted. How coincidental right. that, 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 that that would leak the same time this devastating news of corruption, extortion, uh, uh, money laundering, illegal lobbying, let's face it, let's just right. say it, treason by the Biden crime family is in the news. Right. And where are the indictments? Where are their indictments? Where are they? I want to understand how that's not happening. But you know why? Because they don't even bring it in front of a grand jury. They would never even allow the American people the right to judge whether this was or was not corrupt, whether this was or was not against the law, which it blatantly was. I think we have information now that it's over, what, 30, 40 million in bribes that they can trace through that whistleblower. And God bless these whistleblowers, Roger, because these whistleblowers who are just normal American citizens are taking a major risk and coming out and saying, I know this. And every time the press will just distract you and tell you that a submarine is underground and has 70 hours left, 50 hours left. Meanwhile, they knew that submarine was gone. You know, it's distraction after distraction after distraction. And it's, it's obvious. It's pathetic and it's desperate. It has to stop. I want to see why Hunter Biden was given such a low. If that was Don Jr., Roger, if that was Don Jr., if that was Eric Trump, if that was Ivanka Trump, tell me that they wouldn't be in jail for the things that he did. No, and I quickly. Think, no, I, th- I think I think you're right on the money. Uh, then the uh, kind of moving to wrap this up, but. We have news that has leaked that uh, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani uh, was uh, was offered a proffer uh, by prosecutors in D.C. This seems to indicate uh, that the special counsel is considering charges uh, in the District of Columbia, presumably in relation to uh, the some of the actions of January 6th, specifically pertaining uh, to uh, the challenge to the certification of the election uh, and an effort to send some electors in the questions in the states where there were election discrepancies and 
uh, and anomalies back to the legislatures for reexamination. Uh, do you expect there to be charges filed against the president, and perhaps others, uh, in the in the District of Columbia? Well, unfortunately, if you listen to the leaks, which are many, and which always seem to be right, it's like they're not ready, but they want to leak it just to screw, you know, I don't know, screw up the 4th of July weekend. I don't even know. But the fact that they even do that, you know, I have to say that if you hear a leak, maybe it comes to fruition. But I can also say that I've heard leaks that are intended to scare people. I know that there's been leaks to clients that I represent that are not um, directly related, not Donald Trump directly, but people in that world. And the leaks come out and I get calls from the press and then nothing happens. And it's more just an intimidation factor. Um, we know that Georgia and these these claims, you know, J6 and and all of that, we know that that's been something they've been working up. And again, it's uh, I hate to use this word, you know, it's used a lot, but it's accurate. It's witch hunt. It's a witch hunt. Um, and, and I don't have a reason to believe it's not true. Obviously, I don't have any personal knowledge of it because they would never call us first. <laughs> God forbid. But, um, you know, what you're hearing is what I'm hearing. And, and I hope it's not true, but I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, I think I think sadly you are uh, you're uh, absolutely right. Look, if you want to know what uh, what special counsel Jack Smith is going to do, just read Andrew Weissman's tw- Twitter feed. Uh, and he he will usually uh, telegraph the punch. Uh, it, it is really quite extraordinary the fear that they have of Donald Trump. They just they know that he cannot be defeated in an election, so they seek to disqualify him. Yet all of their actions, as I said earlier, seem to just make him extraordinarily stronger. Uh, Alina Haba, I want to thank you for taking time on this pre-4th of July weekend, for joining us here on The Roger Stone Show. Uh, I know you will continue as a tireless advocate uh, for the president. I do find it shocking that Judge Middleton uh, didn't like your speaking out at rallies, but the fact that the judge in the business records case in New York City gave a campaign contribution to Joe Biden, that's perfectly all right. That's not a problem. No, not a problem. Not a problem at all, I guess. Only if you're on the Trump side is it a problem. But um, it's all right. doesn't matter. Like you said, we're zealous advocates, and, and you know I'll keep fighting for him. So, so we're, we're out there together. But thank you for having me, Roger. I appreciate it. Alina, thank you, and, and have a wonderful, wonderful holiday. Uh, and uh, my best regards to your family. And again, thank you for joining us on The Roger Stone Show.